We've qualified for the World Cup. Go and compete. And again, anybody in business has to be tough, but that would have great human characteristics. And I remember in 1977 going to the FA Cup final when Ireland, or when Man United played Liverpool. It was a big game, great Liverpool team. Outside the ground, I think uh, tickets were making £100 on the black market, and he gave a, a ticket to a 12 or 13 year old kid on the way in for free. The kid couldn't believe it, and I think he wrote to that for five or six years after, his thanking him year after year because United won 2 uh, 1. Yeah, the extraordinary thing as a kid growing up that, you know, you know, we had a European Cup medal winner uh, living in the room beside me. He was the first English-born player to play for Ireland. Uh, after the Munich air crash, Manchester United played a, a game against Sheffield Wednesday. They won 3 nothing, and Shea scored twice. And in 1968, as I said earlier, he won a European Cup medal with Manchester United. And he came for a weekend and he stayed six and a half years. So every Saturday morning, um, as a young boy growing up, I used to deliver bread as a helper to Shea Brennan. Uh, in around Holy Cross, Turles, Clonty Rossmore, all around West Tipperary. And you just have to fast forward your mind now. Could you imagine David Beckham or Ryan Giggs or Stephen Gerrard or whoever it was delivering bread? Oh, man was a great mother. He is a, he is a great mother. But that was, is. She, she, you know, Dad wasn't around a lot, obviously, because he was involved in sport, involved in business. And she made sure all of us, you know, worked hard and got a good education and took us away to to Kilkee in, 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 in West Clare. Um, oh, for, for two months every summer which I still have a huge affection for, for, for West Clare and for Kilkee and I remember you know the, the build up to that every every late June would be you know the packing would go on and we'd uh, Kylie's bread truck because Dad was involved in the bakery at the time would fill up with all our clothes and toys and whatever it would be and the dog with a Labrador dog called Rusty and he'd spent oh dear he'd spend maybe a day or two stuck in the car for fear he'd be left at home but at the time it was it was it was a huge I mean, a huge affair when everybody was looking forward to this World Cup. Ireland went to the World Cup and then mayhem broke out in this specific island in Saipan. And I happened to be at home in Ireland. I was the honorary treasurer at the time, just, just barely. And on that particular day, um, Roy decided to leave the Irish camp and the board asked me to, to front um, the media side of it here in Ireland. I think some of those interviews could have been done in front of 200 million people live. You know, that's, that's the reality of it because Sky and... BBC and ITV and RT, everybody was covering it wall to wall, and you were transformed from a from I suppose from a a young honorary treasurer whose specific job was to get accounts proved approved um, for the association to this absolutely media media storm, uh, and it was still a pity when you look back at it that the captain of our country um, didn't lead his country into a World Cup. I mean, I'm sure he's he must have regrets about that as well. <laughs> we've we've come across each other, yeah. Because obviously he came back to play for the Irish team after us, and I was I was chief executive. But um, we'd uh, we'd have kept our distance. Thank you very much. It was in the year of '88 in the lovely month of June when the gadflies were swarming and dogs howling at the moon. <laughs> on heat on the front here. Our rosary beads and sandwiches for Stuttgart we began. Jocks are packed his German phrase book and jump leads for the van. 
So I was there for the Euros in 88, I was 21 years of age, and we'd never been to a major tournament before, never been to a major tournament before, and, and obviously we beat England in the Neckar Stadium in Stuttgart, 1-0 Ray Houghton scored after 6 minutes, I was sitting beside the great Philip Green for that match, he was sitting right beside me, and for the last 8 or 9 minutes Philip Green couldn't watch the game, he was unable to watch it, and he put his head down, and he asked me what was happening, and I got to commentate to this great Irish commentator. Can you believe it? For the last eight minutes, to tell him that we had won, and we hugged each other when, when Ireland had won, because for him, it must have been a lifetime journey to see Ireland in a major tournament to beat England. And my memories of uh, of Jocks Augusta Stuttgart are all those great memories of being an Irish supporter. I was very close to the Irish team as well. I was I followed the Irish team. Dad, with Dad had me doing some kind of a security role. And then when we came back to, to, to Dublin, how the public had had fallen in love with the Irish team. Well, all of a sudden you grow up, don't you? Boy, the kids are born, they're yours, they're your responsibility. And they're twins, they're 10 years of age, Thomas and Eve, beautiful children. Um, would have been born uh, premature. Um, remember when she was born Eve, she was 2 pounds and 12 ounces. She fitted in my hand from the top of my finger just to the palm of my hand the very first day I held her. Beautifully formed, perfect, perfect toenails, obviously perfect features. But 2 pounds and 12 ounces and he was 4 pounds and 5 ounces. And it changes you because first of all there was the drama of would they survive they were they were in neonatal they spent I think uh, eight, nine, ten weeks in neonatal and so every day you'd visit and you'd see them growing and eventually they got to they got to be left out of hospital and very quickly both of them got pneumonia actually within ten days and had to be brought back in so the, their start of their lives was difficult the real love that you have in life is, to, is towards your children and um, oddly enough the, the, the day they were born we lost 4-2 in Russia Of an autumn day, I saw her first and you that her dark hair would weave a snare that I might one day rule. I saw the danger and I passed along the enchanted way and I said let grief be a fallen leaf at the dawn. Grafton Street in November we trip lightly along the land of a deep ravine where can be seen the worth of passion's pledge the queen of hearts 
still making tarts And I'm not making hay Oh, I love too much And by such, by such Is happiness thrown I gave her gifts of the mind I gave her the secret sign That's known to the artists who have known The true gods of sound and stone and word and tint without stint I gave her poems to say with her own name and her own dark hair like clouds over fields of On a quiet street Where all ghosts meet I see her walking Away from me so hardly My reason that I had loved not as I should A creature made of clay When the angel the clay the dawn.